0: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away. Going
2: back is Goodwood. He will turn and watch it fly. And the A's have taken
0: the lead. Swing and a miss. Tied him up inside. A slider down and
1: in. This is the A's Total Access pregame show on A's Cast, home to Major League Baseball's number one podcast. Here is Chris Townsend. And it's
3: brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery. Yes, it is. A's Total Access as we get you ready for game two between the Athletics and the Detroit Tigers. Ken Korak is going to join us in a little bit, the voice of your Oakland Athletics alongside Martin Gallegos from MLB.com, and he covers the athletics. Let's go over the highlights. Robbie Grossman, our old buddy, would hit a home run in the first inning to lead off the game, would put Detroit up 1-0. But how about Chad Pender and this incredible catch in the second inning?
2: He played shortstop in the series against the A's in April. He sends one toward right center, racing over. Pender makes a phenomenal diving catch. And he robs Castro of extra bases, And he gets the tip of the hat from Cole Irvin, his pitcher, as Canna racing toward the alley. The A's right fielder a full out dive and parallel to the ground and hauls it in for the final out. What a play by Pinder! The Tigers go down one, two, three, and after two, it's one nothing Detroit. And then in the third,
3: not only Matt Olson but also Matt Chapman would get the A's on the board. Here's
0: Chapman, and he swings in the first pitch and a drive. Deep left center field. Way
3: back. Gone. Home run. Into the seats over the bullpens in left center field. Matt Chapman, home run, number 22,
4: and the A's take a 3-1 lead.
3: Yeah, an RBI double and a two-run shot. The A's were rolling. They got a sack fly from Jan Gomes in the fifth, and then Mark Canna would also do this in the fifth inning.
2: And now the pitch to Canna. Scooble at the belt. Mark Waits. Here it is. It's swung on. Hit to right field. That's hit well. Grossman back. He's going to look up. He'll watch it fly. And Canna hits a two-run home run the other way. And the A's break it open in the fifth inning. It's 6-1 to athletics. Keep breaking it open. Here's Jay Hay in the eighth. Here's the 1-0 pitch. The infield in. And Harrison, it's a line drive. Base hit to left that a score, pender. Elvis goes to third, and Elvis is rounding third. He'll score. Now the throw comes back in and going to second. Harrison's going to be out at second base on a tag by Scope. But Josh Harrison drives in two in the eighth, and the A's take an 8-3 lead.
3: And Matt Chapman, what a day. Remember, if you watch the game or listen to the game, he flew out to deep center. He had a chance for three home runs in this game. Here's his second home run in the ninth.
2: Here's the 0-1 pitch to Matt. He swings and drives one deep left center. He'll back at the track. He'll turn and watch it fly. And what a night for Chapman. And that's his second home run. And the A's a 9-3 lead. Number 23 for the A's third baseman. He is starting to heat
3: up. And that is great news for the athletics. Here is Bob Melvin on what this could mean. Chapman, hot September.
5: Yeah, I mean, he looks great just driving the ball and defensively, too. I mean, it, it's just as noticeable defensively with some of the balls he's getting to now. So, I mean, for me, it was probably just getting comfortable with the hip and not thinking about it anymore, getting his mechanics right, and then just playing. And you see def- defensively, nobody makes that play he made, gets the third, throws across the diamond. You know, he was getting more balls now and obviously driving some balls, stand on his back leg, so he looks really good.
3: And it's all about confidence, Mark Canna. After the game, talking about where this team is right now and how they feel going forward.
5: Um, it's it's high. I mean, we're we're always a confident group. I think we know that even in that little funk we were in, that we're capable of more than that. And um, you know, it's kind of just like bad luck and
2: amongst other things. But we're we're a confident group. We know how good we are.
3: Coming up next, Martin Gallegos from MLB.com, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
0: In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect.
4: Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. This is A's Total Access.
3: And earlier today, we had Martin Gallegos on A's Cast Live, talking about the A's and going forward, 30 games left. Here is Martin Gallegos from MLB.com.
7: What's up, Tony? How are you doing? Just uh, observing Chris Davis day today, it looks like.
3: Yeah, so uh, are you buying stock? Do you believe in this?
7: Well, I mean, it's always you know you got to have a little bit of uh, you know worry just based on you know what he was doing was at Las Vegas, right? But I mean, just seeing a you know a former you know almost face of the team you know for years back you know in the organization and and where he's beloved. I know the the players are excited. Bob Melvin loves Chris Davis, so I know he's excited about that. Just having him back, I think, automatically gives this team a little bit of a boost, you know. And they've gotten a boost here with Chris Bassett back in the in the clubhouse and. You know, we'll see what Chris Davis can do. If, if he can replicate those numbers, I mean, obviously, that would be great if he can you know, be the Chris Davis of old hitting home runs again, but just the fact that he's back here, I think it brings a good feeling to the clubhouse, and I think there's something to be said for that. I think that's something that the team could feed off of.
3: Yeah, you remember that day when we announced the contract signing, and we were doing the show? I believe you came on the show that day uh, from the treehouse, and all the media, you guys were there, and, and the whole front office was there, and so many of the employees who unfortunately are no longer with us. You remember that day when he signed the contract?
7: Oh yeah. You know, that was a huge, huge deal, uh, especially around these parts. You know, the A's hadn't really given out a big contract in a while. And and it was kind of a nice thing to show, you know, moving forward that they were putting all their stock into one of their, their best players at the time. And unfortunately, you know, shortly after that, it seemed like things just started to kind of go South for Chris and, you know, he couldn't really break out of that slump. It went on for, you know, the rest of that year and then the rest of the year after that. And obviously they traded him away, you know, this past off season. But at the time, I mean, you could tell how big a deal it was because all his teammates were there, like you said, the yeah. whole front office was there. Basically everybody was there. So it was it was a huge deal at the time.
3: And I, I I think of one player who definitely benefits from this and he's starting to get hot and you can speak to this is Matt Chapman because Matt Chapman and Chris Davis, they they're boys, right? I mean, they're – they're like best buddies. Uh, I think this can be huge for Matt Chapman and continuing uh, good vibes for him going forward.
7: Oh yeah. Without a doubt, you know, Matt Chapman looked up to uh, Chris ever since, you know, with the Fullerton connection. So, I mean, that go way back, uh, you know, Matt Chapman actually made the push to Chris Davis to, you know, reach out to the organization about making a comeback. And, you know, I think he kind of spearheaded the, uh, the efforts for the A's to bring him in on a minor league deal. Obviously, You know, Nobody knew where this was going to go. I think everybody, we all looked at it as a long shot that he was going to make the team this year, but he literally forced his way onto the roster by hitting a home run pretty much every day. I mean, you saw the streak he was on in Vegas, so he put himself on the map here. It's been a lot of hard work for him, no doubt about that, so he's definitely earned this this call-up. It wasn't given to him.
3: You know, Cody's made a good point in this show today about how guys have been hot, they bring them up, don't play them right away, and then they're not hot anymore. We've seen it with Seth Brown, Sky Bolt. Is Chris going to get in the line? Like, when do you think we'll see Chris in the lineup?
7: Right, yeah. So he's not in there today. Um, you know, we could see him tomorrow. I know it's a right-hander, so maybe not. But I'm sure Bob Melvin's going to try to get him in that bat uh, at some point, maybe even off the bench, especially if there's a lefty reliever that comes in. I think for sure you'll see him in there. Because, you know, like it, it's common. Like, like Cody said, you know, a lot of times that does happen. You guys – guy's hot, but they come up and then they don't play for it. It happened with the A's earlier this year. Luis Pereira was called up and he was hot at AAA, was on the bench for about a week and then got a start and and eventually got a hit. But, um, you know, I think it's always a lot easier when a guy can come up and obviously contribute right away. So I think I would expect Bob to try to get him in there at some point, even if it's just for for an at-bat, just to kind of see if he can keep the ball rolling there.
3: You know, I was asked last night on the post-game show, Are the starters finally running out of steam? Because the starters were, you know, leading baseball in innings pitch. They were doing so well. But I want to ask you that question. Do you think the starters are starting – we're starting to finally see the fatigue of a long season when some of these guys – well, first of all, he only had 60 games last year. And then he got guys, whether you're talking about Cole Irvin or, or Cap, who's going tonight. You know, they haven't been career guys to go 30 starts. What do you think about that theory?
7: Yeah, it's definitely worrisome with, uh, especially a guy like Caprillion, who hasn't, you know, approached even close to what he's going to, you know, get to this year in terms of the workload. Um, you know, Cole Irvin seems to have been dealing with, you know, a, a hip type issue there uh, here the last couple starts. So maybe that attributes to his, his short outings. With Sean Mania, I don't know that's necessarily him getting tired as much as it is just kind of working through some mechanical things. Um, I think he's the stamina's there. I think he's just kind of going through a rough patch in terms of mechanics. I think if he can figure that out, I, I think he's, you know, got the size and, and the and the stamina to go for for a full workload season. It's just, you know, getting back to, you know, what he does best. Frankie Monta seems to be getting stronger as the season goes on, which is a positive for them. And I think, you know, he's the guy that they're going to have to ride on for the rest of this last month, especially as as their ace. You know, with Chris Bassett out, he steps into that ace role and. You got to expect every night he goes out there. He can go six, seven strong and, and keep you in the ball game for a really good chance to win. Um, you know, and then they've called up Paul Blackburn here recently, and, and you know he's had a couple of nice starts, but um, you know you don't know what's going to happen there. I think Dalton Jeffries eventually could get into that mix as well. Um, but yeah, it definitely hasn't been the same production that, that they had, um, you know, in the first half of the season and even into the second half. They were they were still doing pretty well. It almost seems like right after when Chris Bassett got, you know, got hurt, that was kind of when everything started to go a little bit south. And I think part of that might've been, you know, the, the demoralizing aspect of that, but they also have pitched a lot this year and you kind of expect guys to go through a rough patch. August is obviously, you know, the dog days and all that you you know, see some guys go through some things, but now here in the final month, you know, this is when your, this is when your best guys step up. If, if, you know, these starters are legit, you know, they step up and, and keep the team in the ball game. You don't need, you know a complete game shutout every time, but uh, you know a little bit more length because we obviously saw how the bullpen was kind of beat up in that giant series and, um, that affected them for a while. But now it seems like you know with a couple off days here, they're a little bit back on track. So um, now it's a kind of a clean slate, and you want, you hope your starters can go deeper into games than they have been here the past couple weeks.
3: No question about it. And it's scoreboard watching time. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Astros and Mariners are scoreless. Uh, Yankees, Angels, Red Sox, Rays. They're going to be going at about the same time we're going, a 4.07 and a 4.10 start there. It's a great time of the year. 30 games left. That's it. You're listening to A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
1: Let's just take that out of your mouth.
10: At Ping's Pre-K, the growing enrollment is no play date. She needs more teachers certified in early childhood development. Is it nap time yet? Lunch? Indeed can help her hire great people fast.
1: I need Indeed.
10: Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and
1: conditions apply.
3: And it's time for the voice of summer, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. The great Ken Korak is with us here on A's Total Access. Ken, did you ever think you'd get that
2: good at calling games off monitors? I don't know that I've gotten good at all, pal. So I would beg to differ with you. But I got to be honest with you—you
3: can't—you you can't
2: tell. Well, we can tell. It's—it's uh, it's just different. But you know, we've been down this road before, so. People all over the world have had to make adjustments during the COVID time, so I think it's a small price for us to pay.
3: And, I, you know, I think about the team right now. Obviously, you mentioned COVID. Uh, the Red Sox are struggling with it right now. Um, the A's are chasing them, the Yankees, the Astros. This is going to be an interesting 30 games right here because kind of everything is still in play.
2: Well, it's a big issue for the Red Sox, right, Chris? They have yeah. a half dozen guys on the COVID list right now, and, and key people as well, they had to pull Xander Bogarts out of the game after he'd actually had an at-bat last night because of a positive test. So it'll be really interesting to see how, obviously, health is number one, but how this affects the Red Sox on the field going forward.
3: And for the A's, I mean, if there was ever a time to get hot, this is the time. And I th- what do you think about those two wins against the Yankees, what that does for the A's going forward?
2: Well, it was really big, of course, Chris, and you know things were kind of dire around here after they lost the Friday game to the Yanks. But I think it, I think in a lot of ways that, and who knows how it's going to play out. But uh, it could be seminal from the standpoint that Bob Melvin had been imploring that team to reach another level to play with a uh, different intensity, I guess. And if we, you know, playing the Yankees as hot as they were, Chris, you know they had won 13 straight before Saturday. You had to get to that level to compete with them, which the A's did on Saturday and Sunday, and that's a taste of how you have to play in the postseason. Those games were played at postseason intensity, and so now I think the A's have a taste of that, and if they can maintain that level of play, which they're capable of, then I think they're going to have a really good September.
3: You know, I think about Chris Davis coming up. Uh, Obviously, I think it's going to mean a lot to everybody, but don't you think if you're going to ride this hot bat, you got to get in. He, uh, he's not in the starting lineup today. But you got to get. You got to get him. In, you got to get him in there soon to keep that hot back going.
2: I would hope so. I don't know how that's going to go. And we asked Bob Melvin about it, and he kind of shied away from an answer because Chris had just gotten to the ballpark and had arrived at, in the clubhouse, and he really hadn't had a chance to talk to Chris about Chris's role. So Bo Mel didn't want to, you know, get into that on the manager show, and understandably, until he talks to Chris. But yeah, I hope he plays. I mean, he's going to. I mean, the A's are going to face one lefty probably against the Blue Jays and Robbie Ray, and whether or not he's going to get would get a start before that, I don't know, but, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I've always been in favor of when a guy's hot, get him in there. Yeah,
3: you know who's also hot? Austin Allen, who's been called up.
2: Yeah, now, I don't know how much he's going to play. Uh, it's never comfortable, like yesterday, the A's had both catchers in there because Gomes was catching and Murphy was DHing and, when they're both in there, that's an uncomfortable feeling for the manager. I just – I'm not sure what his role is going to be. I, I, I don't want to jump the gun on it, Chris, but I don't expect him to get that many starts, if at all.
3: You know, last night I was asked in the postgame show, and you can speak to this also, is the question of, you know, starters – Didn't have a full season last year. We got guys in the rotation who they've never been 30-start guys. You know, when you look at Cole Irvin, you look at Cap going tonight. Uh, Do do you think we're starting to see a little fatigue with our starting pitching?
2: Well, it's a great question, Chris. I heard your discussion with the great Martin Gallegos that preceded, you know, our get-together today here. I don't know how to answer it because, you know, I just don't know. Uh, the A's believe that they've been able to monitor that, and even at times uh, between starts and back, back the pitchers off with their throwing program, uh, with their sides really alter that so they're not uh, stressed too, too much um, on the side between starts. So I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I think it's a legitimate question, and there's no doubt that going forward the A's have to get more innings from their starters. I mean, that's the bottom line. Uh, for the last two and a half, three weeks, the starters have been averaging – Around five innings to start, as you know, and that's not a real good formula going forward.
3: No, it is not. But one thing that has been a lot of fun is, is watching Matt Chapman get, get, get heated up again. And uh, there's an excitement, there's a buzz, because, Ken, you know what a special player he really can be.
2: Yeah, and I asked Melvin about this, if maybe the cosmic uh, universe was aligned, because once Chapman got hot, Chris Davis got hot in triple-A. <laughs> and you know how close they are, and their numbers were kind of mirroring each other there for a while. So, yeah, and it, I think it may help Matt Olsen soon. Chapman's back in the fourth spot today, as you know. And you and I have talked about this quite a bit, that you know, Matt just hasn't been getting that many good pitches to hit. So if they have a threat, and for all those years Chris batted fourth, you could just put him in there in the fourth spot every day. So if Chapman can continue on the run he's been on, can help the ball club in many ways, and one of the ways would be that you would hope that Olsen would get better pitches to hit.
3: You know, the thing about Chris Davis, Ken, is that he hit huge home runs. Like, so many of his home runs either tied the game, put the A's in the lead. I mean, it wasn't like he was hitting home runs when the A's were down 9-3. I mean, he was just – it was incredible. If that could just come back, what that would mean for this team, I don't think – I don't think you'd ever seen anything like this in your career if that happens.
2: He hit the ball very far, too, and he had excellent opposite field power. And if you think back, even though last year in the regular season was kind of a lost year for him, he was swinging the bat well in the postseason for the A's. They didn't have really anybody that was swinging well against the Astros, but he did. So, and he, and I, you know, it was just great hearing him today. And we asked him a question or two, and Vince did as well. And he's, he is so thankful to be up here. And he had told Bob Melvin, that this call-up actually might mean more to him right now than when he was first called up for the Big Leagues because, you know, the old saying is, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah. And he's deeply appreciative of this opportunity.
3: Great stuff. I'll talk to you after the ball game. Okay, buddy. The great Ken Korak right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
1: Parents, do you want your child's shoes to fit perfectly? And you need to get your kids Skechers Stretch Fit shoes. Because Skechers Stretch Fit shoes are so comfortable and so stretchy, they easily slip on and fit almost like a sock. Your child is constantly moving and constantly growing, so they need a shoe that moves with them. And Skechers Stretch Fit's soft, stretchable material contours to their busy feet. It's a perfect fit. And not only do they fit like a dream, they perform like one too. Skechers Stretch Fit keeps your child's feet comfortable all day long. With Skechers exclusive air-cooled memory foam and a breathable stretch-fit knit, your child will be cool and comfy whether playing, studying, or just hanging out. Plus, you'll love just how durable they are. Stretch-fit is designed to take everything your child can throw at them, and if they get dirty, just pop them in the washing machine. It's that easy. Give your kids perfect comfort that adjusts to them with Skechers Stretch Fit shoes. Find them at a Skechers store near you, skechers.com, or wherever kids shoes are sold.
11: You hear that? It's not just another sound effect. It's the sound of your life changing. Unfold your world with Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G. A world where your phone is a tablet, and a tablet is pocket-sized. Where you get two screens in one, and you get more done. Where you can really have it all. All in the palm of your hand. A world where all eyes are on you, and you show everyone how to live this life. Get the new Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier.
4: Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California.
3: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. And it's time now for the Community Spotlight with our own Vince Catronio. It is time for another special
12: Community Spotlight. And as we all know, throughout the course of the pandemic, which is still gripping much of the country, trying to find positive ways to get out of it and positive things to do while in the middle of it. Ahmed Mohammed, who was a senior at Oakland Tech, first black valedictorian in 106 years at the school, now getting ready to go to Stanford, put together a nonprofit youth led group called Kids Cubed. It's involved around science, making it fun, affordable, and accessible. And, and Ahmed, I'm just wondering, certainly you know you've got a love for this, for science. What was your mm-hmm. aha moment that made you feel like, I love it and I wanna express that love and spread it elsewhere
13: in my, in my community? It's mm, a good question. Um, I would say that like when I my first introduction to science and I was like, you know, I love this. I want to I want to do more of this was in third grade. My parents had signed me up for this summer program and I was super upset because like they signed me up for a summer program. I wanted to just like play basketball or be at home and chill. And it was um, at Martin Luther King Junior Elementary School in West Oakland. And the summer camp that they signed me up for is called SEEK Summer Engineering Experience for Kids. It's put on by the National Society for Black Engineers completely free actually made a lot of friends that went there. And just for three weeks, every single day we learned about new engineering concepts and got to build things like solar powered cars and fuel cells and rockets. And at the end of every week like we would compete with like the different teams and the different uh, students at the summer camp. and it was awesome. It was my first introduction to hands-on science. In engineering, and I just have loved it ever since, and stuck with it. And that's what I, I hope to study engineering in college too. And so that early introduction is uh, sort of that's what sparked me, and that's why with Kids Cubed it's so focused on elementary schoolers because that that early access I think is so important.
12: When did that first happen for you that you felt like I want to provide them the same kind of access that was afforded to me?
13: Oh, uh, I would say I, so. I started Kids Cubed at the beginning of the pandemic, like March of 2020. And that's because I was babysitting my niece and nephew, Amir and Isla. They were six and eight years old at the time. And they told me that they hated science. And I thought that was so crazy. And at such a young age, they had already lost that confidence in themselves. So I went to my room and I designed experiments for us to do with stuff we could find around the house. Like we made a potato battery, we made a, a pop rocket. We just did a ton of cool stuff. And they loved the experiments and the joy that they felt what I wanted to share with other children like them, other children in our community.
12: What was that reaction like when you show them that the possibility to enjoy science in a way came from basically the kitchen or from some other part of the house. And let's, let's put this different ex- kind of experiment together and see where it takes us.
13: I loved it because uh, it showed them that science is all around us. You know, you don't need to be in the lab. You don't need to have millions of dollars of equipment. You, you're, you can explore science and be a scientist. just with stuff you can find around the house. And I think that was really important for them and, other, and for other kids to realize.
12: So, what what has Kids Cube done? Tell me, up to date, what have you been able to do get hands-on science kits to kids of color, kids in your community, to yeah. expose them to this opportunity?
13: Well, we've been able to donate tens of thousands of science kits across the country. So, I think we've hit all fifty states, and we've also been able to donate thousands of science kits in the Oakland Unified School District, which is like I'm a product of the Oakland Unified School District, so that's that's even more special to me. And um, all of our kids, like we design and create and assemble all of our kids. So um, on top of actually distributing the science kits to elementary schoolers, we hire local high schoolers and provide jobs for, for either my friends or from other, other kids and other youth, like teenagers in the community that, that need employment as well. So it's like science kits created by youth for youth. And uh, it's, been, it's been really awesome to be a part of it. Ahmed,
12: because you've been around it so long now and you continue to enjoy it, explore it learn more about it you've learned about how men and women of color have been instrumental in different areas of science in our country yeah. when you are impacting second third and fourth graders and they see a kid of color you know a teenage teenager now getting ready to go to college how impactful do you think that that is for them to see if he's doing it he looks like me it's something I maybe I should pursue or at least take a look at it and try to have some fun with it
13: you know, I really hope that it inspires them because like, if I can do it, then they can. I work with these kids all the time. They are so brilliant, so smart, and they just have so much potential. So I hope that they see if I can do it, then they can definitely do it and so much more. So I, I, I hope that, that I'm inspiring them like how you say you are. I am.
12: Tens of thousands of kids, Ahmed, in all 50 states means that there's, there has to be somebody behind to help you drive this. I'm sure people are listening to this in our community. They say, this is a great project that I want to get behind in some way, shape, or form. How yeah. can people get involved? How can they learn more? Where do they go to find out about Kids Cube?
13: Uh to find out more about Kids Cube, you can always visit our website, www.kidscubed.com, K-I-T-S-C-U-B-E-D. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Kidscubed. And uh we have so much support pouring in from so many areas. We uh since we're a nonprofit, we're able to apply for grants from different charitable organizations. We've are able to crowdsource and receive donations just from from us everyday people and we also sell our kits on our website so if you are a family member have some kids around and you want to to uh, share our science experiments with them that's also another great way to support
12: I um, and what has this experience meant to you to just to to see it recognize it and just really try to see it through like you've done
13: so far you know that's a, that's a good question i think about it it's definitely meant a lot especially because you know um, i'm a product of so many great uh, organiz- so many great educational organizations in our community you know like for example as a first generation college student i was able to rely a lot on first gen college support programs to help me even get into college uh, like the um a free lunch and breakfast at schools i ate that and so i am um, just a product of so many Community people who give back to to us, and so to be able to pay it forward to the next generation coming after me means a lot, and it's it uh, feels like a responsibility that I am starting to to take care of.
12: And one more time, give folks the website and where they can get to get more information on Kids Cube.
13: K i t s c u b e d dot com. KidsCube dot com. Ahmed,
12: it's been great to meet you. I love the story. Wish you all the best at Stanford, and certainly great things are lying ahead for you. Appreciate you spending some time with us.
13: Thanks, Vince. I really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for having me on.
12: Ahmed Mohammed, he is uh, the founder of Kids Cube, the youth led nonprofit introducing kids uh, to the wonders of science fun, affordable, and accessible. That's our community spotlight
3: for this week. That is an amazing story. We have more coming up next right here on A's Total Access.
10: It's the home and Auto Bundle
8: Extrava Festa Saveathon, the annual year long event where you could save big by bundling home and Auto with Progressive. So big that we're kicking things off with fireworks, a monster truck battle, a fighter jet flyover, and it wouldn't be a party without the home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Saveathon dancers. You can't really hear them, but trust us, they are working it. So come for the fun and stay for the savings. Only at Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle extravaganza to save-a-thon.
10: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Oh, oh,
4: oh, O'Reilly. Get more miles on the road with O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system means better gas mileage for your car. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Plus, earn double O rewards points. For a clean, lubricated, more fuel-efficient system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Or visit O'ReillyAuto.com.
1: O, 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 O'Reilly
10: Auto Parts.
1: Let's just take that out of your mouth.
10: At Ping's pre-K, the growing enrollment is no play date. She needs more teachers certified in early childhood development. Is it nap time yet? Lunch? Indeed can help her hire great people fast.
1: I need Indeed.
10: Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
0: It's batter up with Mike and Ike Mega Mix. You get 10 great tasting Mike and Ike flavors in each box. Lots of fun to mix and match for a great tasting combinations. Hit a home run with Mike and Ike Mega Mix. For more pucker power, try Mega Mix Sour. Mix it up with 10 mouthwatering sour flavors. Savor the flavor with Mega Mix Sour.
9: Celebrate Latinx night at the ballpark on Friday, September 10th. Early arriving fans for the A's 640 matchup against the Texas Rangers will receive an Atletico's t-shirt. Enjoy baseball, drink specials, a DJ, and a great game. Get your tickets today at athletics.com.
2: Going on, dribble to left center field. Buxton going back to the track. He's right to the wall. He will watch it fly. And Laureano gets the A's on the board with a three-run run. Home run.
1: Cast is your 24 7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's for on demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend.
3: And it's time for the Injury Report brought to you by Kaiser Permanente. Remind you to stay safe, stay positive, and stay healthy. Visit kp.org today. We do not have any injury news. What we do have is Chris Davis is back. Bob Melvin talking to Chris Davis and what they talked about last night before he got to Detroit. We were going back and forth last
5: night, you know, after the call-up, and he said that he he was probably more excited about this call-up than his first. And that's due to a lot of things that you're talking about, the fact that he had to go back down and dig deep and do it all over again. It's a hard, hard thing to do. So, you know, it's just very impressive to see what, what he's accomplished to get back here. And now it's all about him helping our team out down the stretch, which he's looking very much forward to do, you know, and I think he really probably understands, you know, how much he loves the game now when you're out of it for a while and you have to work your way back and, and get to the point where he is right now. He's just very comfortable in his own skin and, and happy to be back and reinvigorated. And in my opinion, that could be a dangerous Uh, Chris Davis for us.
3: I think there's no question about that. What do you have to lose? This could be an unbelievable story. You think about a guy who gets traded, that team doesn't want him, and then making a comeback with the place that he starred? (laughs) This could be unbelievable. Cannot wait. Cannot wait to see how this story finishes. We got 30 games left. And the A's are on a lot of people's backs right now to get into the postseason. Coming up next, Martin Gallegos, part two of my conversation with him from MLB.com, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
0: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
3: Earlier today on our talk show, A's Cast Live, Martín Gallegos from MLB.com stopped by, and we talked about Frankie Montas having ace-like stuff.
7: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you look at his stuff since the numbers since the All-Star break; he's been dominant. I mean, he's looking like the 2019 version of Frankie Montas that we saw, you know, before the suspension happened, and then he came back later that year after the suspension and pitched well in Anaheim that last week of the season um last year with the 60 game season he started off really well and then you know curtailed off to the point where he wasn't even in the postseason rotation anymore it was quite the fall for him um but now this year uh you know that splitter is nasty i mean his splitter is one of the best pitches in baseball i think um you know you go around baseball everyone's top pitch frankie Montas's splitter is up there i mean he he's learned how to incorporate that into his pitch mix so well and it's such a devastating pitch when especially when you're throwing 98 99 you know, against the Yankees, he was pumping that fastball in there up to 99, close to 100. I mean, it's, hard, it's tough to deal with that type of stuff. So, um, you know, I think this is the Frankie Montas that the A's always felt was was in there. It was just kind of pulling that out of him. And he's still pretty young. But he seems to have figured something out, you know, especially this second half of the season. He's been so consistent for them and it's been such, such a big help for them. And like I said, with Chris Bassett out, I mean, this is exactly the guy that they're going to count on to give them quality start after quality start.
3: If you had to bet, on who's going to drop to the A's? You got the Astros, you got the Yankees, you got the Red Sox. Who would you bet on who drops to the A's?
7: Well, I think with what's going on with Boston right now with the whole COVID outbreak, there is nuts. I mean, I think, you know, I don't see how they can overcome something like that. They just lost Bogarts as well. They've got so many guys out, um, you know, and they're going to have to be out here for at least, you know, 10 days or whatever it is. I, I don't, it's going to be hard to withstand something like that. So I think, you know, with the A's only being, well, one game back at this point, I think they definitely have a strong chance to surpass them here and even, you know, add some padding to that, that lead. Um, Cause I, I, don't, I don't see how the Red Sox are going to be able to, you know, be successful with so many guys out. It's just, it's tough to overcome something like that. Cause it's not just, you know, some guys off the bench, they have legitimate starters who are going to be out here for a good period of time.
3: And let's be honest as the A's, you know, we talked about the struggles, you know, the Astros have had their struggles too. So, I mean, wouldn't you say the division is still in play?
7: Oh yeah. You know, I mean, after last night, only five games back and they still play the Astros six more times. So basically what you want to do is just, you know, take care of business here on this road trip. I mean, the Tigers, you, this is a series you got to win. Um, you know, the Toronto as well. I mean, Toronto has an exciting young team, but you know, they haven't had the best of season they've got a couple injuries that they're dealing with. So, I mean, this whole road trip is, a, is one that the A's really need to take advantage of going into September. And if you can get into those Houston series, you know, trailing, maybe only, you know, I don't know, four, three games, you know, maybe even five, you keep it at five. Um, you're giving yourself at least a, you know, a chance to control your destiny and, and possibly take the division lead, which I know is still obviously their main goal after winning it last year. They want to defend that and, and show that, you know, it wasn't a fluke. And, They're still in it right now. They still got a chance. They just got to you know, take care of business before that series.
3: Were you very curious, like I was last night before the game got out of hand with Chafin in the eighth, who was Bob going to use in the ninth?
7: Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I've still, you know, we still don't really know how that's going to play out right now with, you know, Trevino, obviously getting a break from, from the ninth inning duties. I think, I think it's still something that they're still formulating. Uh, you know, Romo has been used once and I've obviously, you know, he, it was a little scary with the judge Homer he gave up, but Romo has been, you know, pretty good, especially this, since the start of the second half. So I expect him to get some safe opportunities here as well. Um, I think AJ Puck is a guy that they want to try to get some high leverage situations as well to see how he deals with them. Uh, it's been kind of, up and down for him in those types of roles. Um, but he certainly has the stuff to even be a closer. I mean, if he could get comfortable enough to throw him out there as a ninth inning option, I, I think, you know, he, it would be ideal to put a guy like that out there because when you got, you got a guy like that going out to you in the ninth inning, it's, it's hard for teams to, you know, catch up to that late late in game. So um, I think it's still up in the air. I think Chafin certainly is, is a big option there. Um, but I think he'll be in the mix. Romo will be in the mix. I think those are the two guys that you're looking for as for in, tar- in terms of closing opportunities until, you know, Lou Trevino at some point, maybe he works his way back into that role. Um, those are the two guys that you kind of target right now.
3: You know, what's so interesting is when we had Chafin on the program, he, he just talked about, I pitch up, down, and slider in the dirt. That's all he thinks about. <laughs>
2: <And> I'm, like,
3: <laughs> I, I'm like, well, video and learning a new catcher and all this up, down, slider in the dirt. I think he's kind of got the mentality that you want for a guy late in games. I mean, what do you think about him closing? I mean, I I would be fine if Bob says, all right, for the rest of the way, this guy's closing games out.
7: Yeah, he definitely keeps it simple out there. And you saw, you know, that last game against the Yankees, he went out there and just took care of business. It it didn't matter that it was a nice inning; It seemed like any inning that he's ever come in with the A's. I mean, he's been so dominant outside of that one game he had against the Giants. Um He's definitely, I think, when you look at just, uh, you know, the work that's been put in this year and then the stuff uh, at the top of that list, I would think, in terms of getting, you know, the shot in the ninth. uh, And I think you're right. He definitely has a mentality for it. I don't think it phases him whether he comes in in the sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth. He has, you know, the same game plan every time. And it's worked a lot more times than it hasn't worked, especially this year. He's he's one of the best relievers in baseball. So, I mean, that was obviously – I think a pickup that a lot of people don't really look at as, as a huge deal, especially after the Marte stuff and what he's been able to do this year and all the additions on offense, but Chafin, you know, ranks up there in terms of best, you know, mid season acquisitions of baseball this year.
3: To hear the entire interview, you go to athletics.com slash AceCast. Up next, it's the Bob Melvin Show with Ken Korak right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
11: You hear that? It's not just another sound effect, it's the sound of your life changing. Old phones are out. The Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G is in. The headlines and your hands. It's statement-making, trend-setting, world-unfolding. Feed your feed with hands-free selfies, group shots, and videos. Flex for your followers with a look that gets looks. And show everyone how to live this life. Get the new Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G at samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier.
9: Looking for something to do on Friday nights? The Oakland Athletics have you covered. Every Friday night, take advantage of a special family four-pack ticket offer. Get four tickets to see the A's and parking starting at just $120. Need more than four tickets? Add-on tickets are available with this deal. Don't miss your chance to see the Giants, Yankees, and more. Deep in the corner,
2: headed for the wall, and gone! And Tony Kemp is in a three-run home run for the A's.
9: Friday family four packs are available at athletics.com slash value.
0: This is A's total access
2: on a Wednesday in Detroit. The A's and the Tigers game two of the series after the A's took the first game last night. And uh, Bob, uh, the roster is expanding by just two now, but uh, the addition of Chris Davis today, Bob, and, and what was it like when Chris first arrived at the clubhouse in Detroit this afternoon? Yeah, it's,
5: you know, it expands by two, but in Chris's case, it's, it's a big one, you know, not only from a, you know, potentially a production level, you see the numbers that he's putting up in AAA and it have been fantastic, but also on a personal level that this is one of the most, you know, beloved guys we've had our in our clubhouse for quite some time and everybody was pulling for him to, to come back. I think he felt that that everybody was, was watching him and really pulling for him hard. And, you know, when you have that kind of support, sometimes it, it comes around for you, and we're seeing him do things in the minor league level that he's done here at the big league level, so it's not a surprise to us. It's a happy, very appreciative Chris Davis right now, and I know he just loves being back here, and so did everybody in the room today.
2: Do you think, Bob, maybe his relationship with Matt Chapman served as, as kind of a catalyst to help make this happen?
5: I do. I, I, you know, I, I, don't, I can't tell you for sure, but when you, you know you get released, it's hard, especially for a guy of his stature. After getting traded and, you know, do you do you really want to do it again? And, you know, a lot of thing, a lot of doubts and so forth. And then I think, you know, Chappie reached out to him a couple of times and said, man, we let's see if we can get you back here. And I think that was really kind of the starting point for Chris is, hey, I can get back to an organization, hopefully, and get an opportunity here to get back to the guys that, that I've been around and had so much success with. I think that was probably the start of his thought process when Chappie said to him, hey, what do you think?
2: So maybe it's not coincidental that they've both been red hot for the last two and a half weeks or so.
5: I don't know. maybe the the karma's just surrounded both of them at the same time and and I, you, certainly when you get some support from somebody like that and you get it back the other way, uh, guys that you guy that you've been around with for a long time and had a lot of success with, maybe it does have something to do
2: with it What about last night, Bob? That was a vintage Chapman performance on offense and also on defense.
5: Yeah, it was a great game for us all the way around. And, and you know a lot of times when we play our best games, Chappie's leading the way. Uh, the play makes it third, you know, to the bag and to first. I don't know too many guys that make that play. And then actually should have had three. Any other ballpark, he probably has three home runs last night. So this has been going on for a while with him driving the ball to the big part of the ballpark, which is a big part of his game. And it seems like it's coming all, all coming together for him right now.
2: Well, your bullpen has come through, right? Last two games, you've had to go to your your pen pretty early, but they've really been coming through.
5: Yeah, Garrett, again, fantastic last night. Um, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have used Chafin in, in a five-run game, but it was three at the time and scored a couple runs and didn't really have time to get somebody back up. But, you know, he comes in, does a nice job. And then we get, got to give J.J. Puck a, a spot, you know, late after Petite a little bit earlier too uh, to get his feet wet kind of in the ninth inning and close out a game even though it wasn't a safe situation. So it ended up being a really really well-played game for us all the way around.
2: So Austin Allen is the other call-up from AAA today, Bob. Uh, how much do you like the, the luxury of having three catchers now?
5: I, I do. You're always a little nervous when, you know, if you're dh in one and you're catching the other and something happens or you pinch it for somebody, now you only have one in the game. It can be re- embarrassing uh, if, if you have to have a position player going back there and catching. So in that respect, it's great. Also, Austin's had a, a, a really good year in AAA, especially the last couple months. A lot of power gives us another left-handed bat, you know, with Mitch out. So he deserves to be here.
2: How do you look at the change in that rule? Because it used to, the clubs could call up, you know, a bunch of people this time of year. Now only two. How Do you, do you like the way that the change has gone from that standpoint?
5: I like that everybody's going to have the same complement of players. You know, when one team has three or four or five more, uh, it's tough to prepare for. You don't know a lot of these guys. You don't know how they're going to use them. So we like to have a lot of guys because we tend to use a lot of our bench. But I think it's more of an even playing field when it's a, a specific number
3: and everybody adheres to that.
2: All right, and that's the Bo Mel Show for today. And Chris Townsend will send things back down to you.
3: Yeah, it, it is unbelievable. All these years where you where you play one way for five months, and then you play a different way for the last month of the season. <laughs> it just it really that has always fried me. But it is what it is. Coming up next, game two of the three-game set between the Tigers and the A's, and I'll talk to you after the ball game.
0: Vaccines are not enough and accurate thermometers are essential for everyone. COVID is once again a major concern and fever is the key symptom for both the flu and COVID. An accurate thermometer like the Exogen Temporal Scanner is essential to detect fevers early and reliably. Studies have shown that non-contact thermometers are ineffective and therefore dangerous as they create a false sense of security. Exogen is working with a single focus to ensure that everyone who needs an accurate thermometer can purchase one. Learn more at exogen.com.
4: O'Reilly. It's O Rewards member appreciation month at O'Reilly Auto Parts where you can earn double, triple, even up to five times O Rewards points on select purchases. Get bonus points on more than 200 items throughout the store like wiper blades, fuel system cleaners, motor oil, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com.
10: O, 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 O'Reilly
0: Auto Parts.
12: Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1.
2: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF
0: 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.